Welcome back, and you join us today uh, in Simon Labad Ches, Hilchus Tefillin. We're continuing with our journey through Hilchus Tefillin, and um, the past few days we've spoken about the right body conditions needed to wear Tefillin, um, who's obligated, who's exempt, and um, the boys at the point of wearing Tefillin. We are continuing with that theme. We're going to speak about um, a mourner, somebody who's an ovel, um, and is what's interesting is these examples. And we'll, we'll speak not just about a mourner; we'll speak about the opposite, somebody who chosen, uh, somebody's about to get married. What's interesting is these examples show us the parameter in which the the halachas of tefillin and the obligation to wear them play out. So, whilst we learn some dinim, some laws about uh, different topics. Um, mourning, we learn laws about weddings. Um, our central theme, obviously, are the laws of tefillin, um, but we use those to illustrate uh, the the uh, the bounds in which tefillin are are, um, um, are instructed. So, with that in mind, let's turn then to Simon Lamadches Seif Hey. The Shulchan Aruch says as follows: Ovel a mourner beyom rishon on the first day of his mourning. Not only should he not wear tefillin, but it's osa. He is prohibited uh, from wearing tefillin. Mikan from here on afterwards, so after day one, day two onwards, chayev, he must wear tefillin. Afilu bo ponim chadoshos, and that's even if ponim um, chadoshos means new, literally new, um, new faces. Uh, if new people come to greet him, not to greet him, come to uh, comfort him. Um, and it's interesting, Ponim Chadoshes is most often um, linked with uh, the Chosn and Kala, with the bride and the groom. Uh, but it's also, uh, and there it's to uh, increase their Simcha. Here it's to comfort a mourner. But <clears throat> even though he's still in the mourning process, he's going through a shiva um, and uh, meeting people that will comfort him, nevertheless, he's still obligated in Tefillin. And the Mishnah Brewer now will dig into this a bit deeper as to how far this goes. So, um, <clears throat> in the Mishnah Brewer, Sivkot and Tes Zayin, Biyom Rishon, the exemption is on day one. Perish, this means to say, um, even on the day that the, uh, the, the, the dead person is buried, Sheinu Yom Hamisa, that is not the day of death itself. Um, so, the, uh, the, 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 the Torah, the exemption, isn't just on the day that the, uh, the person dies, but even on the day that he's buried. Kevin Tishu Yom Rishon Avelus. It's the day one of mourning and comforting. The Alkane, a im nikbar Therefore, even if, um, and it's not usually the practice in Eretz Israel, they they do this. But in Chutzar, it's outside of Israel. It's not usually the practice to bear at night, but it can be done. Um, so if if the if the person is buried at night, the yoniach tefillin bayom, the the mourner um, doesn't put on tefillin during the day. During the next day, um, because that's still day one. Aval im meis, or or nikbar bechalamoed. If the person died or was buried during chalamoed, miniach tefillin bein bechalamoed. Then one puts on one's tefillin um, whether on chalamoed. And if we just skip the brackets for a minute, uvein shein uvein laacha hamoed, or whether after the moed. Even though um, 
even even though it's the the, the day one of Avelus. Um, so, again, the case here: if the person died or buried on Cholamoid, then um, if the person puts on his tefillin on Cholamoid, and parenthetically, we see the Mishnah Bureau leaning towards the position of the Ramor um, that we've learnt previously that one does put on tefillin during Cholamoid the intermediate days of, of, of a festival, um, but one does not make a brocha, which is unlike the Shulchan Aruch, who says one does not put on tefillin during Cholomoed uh, um, at all. And, and so the Sfadim hold like that, and the Hasidim hold like that, um, and all, in fact, everyone in Israel holds like that. But uh, the Mishnah Bura, um, um, who's um, pascaling for uh, the community in, in Russia and beyond, in certainly Choslaret, seems to lean towards wearing tefillin during Cholomoed, um, although not presumably with a brocha. Um, so, um, so this person then um, puts all his tefillin during Chalamoid, um, even if the um, then the person would have been buried on that uh, during Chalamoid. Um Did we miss anything in those brackets? Let me just double check. prima godim um, your marhu um so um the the prima godin doesn't like this idea that a person in an ovel a mourner should put a tefillin on um during khalamoid um to me call mokum lo yo marhu lo it is still considered to be a a bitter day for him hayom rishon on on the first day but in any event, a person must be very careful, as we said, not to make a broch on the tefillin. Because the minig is, even without this, the even though um, the, the, the minig is not to make a broch on tefillin during Um Going further in the Mishnah Borah, So the reason why, the Mishnah Borah is explaining now, why is it? That one uh, puts one tefillin on, um, either during Cholamoid or after. Um, because the mourner has received some comfort from the comforters during during the during the, the festival during the, or during Cholamoid, and therefore uh, it is as if the you know that since that process started, um, therefore he can then put on tefillin after that point. And similarly, if somebody is buried on Yontav, Yontav Shane even, Yanir Tfilin Beisruchag, the day after Yontav, he can start wearing Tfilin. The Yontav Shane Ola Laminian Shiva. Because Yontav Shane, even though it's Yontav, it's Yontav Shane, that is still considered um, as um, counted as part of the, the seven days of mourning. And um, the the day after, uh, so Isruchag, day after the Moed, is considered day two. V'chein in terms of mourning, and therefore, from as we as we learned, it's only day one that the exemption and the Isra of, of one not allowed to wear tefillin kicks in. After that day, from day two, one is one's obligated to wear tefillin as a as a mourner. V'chein im shoma shemua krova. And so now the Mishnah Bura turns to a case where, um, and this was more prevalent in times where people, uh, where communications weren't what they are now, um, and um, somebody could die uh, some distance off, and, only, and a person would only find out some time later. 
And, and so that leads to the question of when does Avelus kick in? When does the mourning period start? At the point of death or the point at which a person hears the news about the death? So, let's see. If a person heard what's called a, a, um, a, a, a near uh, hearing, something meaning, that's within 30 days. So he hears about the death of, an, of a relative within 30 days. Even on the 30th day itself, that also then takes on the status of the day of burial itself. And therefore, if he heard this news about the death of somebody, of a relative at night, he does not put on tefillin the next day. Um, and even if the, this shmur krova, this uh, more recent nearby uh, um, report, um, reaches him, when he's he's put on tefillin and he now hears this, this awful news, and he started to daven. Um, he has to remove his tefillin. If the report happened after the period of 30 days, and that's what Mishnah Broad tells us, after the 30-day period, that there, if he only hears a report of the death 30 days after it happened, then Avelus, mourning is only a literally one hour, or a very, uh, one, one period, one, a short period of time. Then it's permitted to wear tefillin. And, and how much more so one doesn't need to remove them if you were wearing them and he hears the news after the 30-day period. Therefore, if the news arrived to him, the, the terrible news in the middle where he's saying the introductory uh, um, prayers of Pesukah de Zimra, uh, or other such cases. Lo yechalos hatfelishin removes tefillin. Rak yechalos minalov mishum avelos. But he does take off his shoes on account of the the mourning. But if and if um, the news causes him such distress that he starts to cry, tzorach lacholsam. He therefore needs then needs to remove his tefillin. Kedemuchach miyoradeya simon shin pei ches siv base v'simon. Tov base b'shach siv kodn base v'ayin lekam b'siv tes. In those so sources, it explains further why why what the problem is here, and, and we're going to see in siv uh, tes a bit further as well. But um, even before we get there, we know that if a person's at a state of brought to tears, then clearly um, his mind will not be on his tefillin, um, and, um, uh, and and tefillin can only. Be, um, we've learned previously that tefillin are a state of such sanctity. Not only do we keep a a, a very a clean physical presence, but our, our mental uh, alertness, our mental awareness, has to be on to fill in and, and in the right way as well. So if our 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 mind is completely distracted elsewhere, then we have to remove our to fill in. Okay, moving now to Sikotan Yud Zion. The the Shochanoroch told us that uh, uh, on. Day one of Avelis is Osa Lahaniach Tefillin. It's prohibited to put on Tefillin. It says Mishnah Bura in Sivkot New Zion, the Tefillin Nikroin Pe'era. The reason is, why can't you wear Tefillin? Well, the reason is because Tefillin are called um, Pe'era, a glory. 
Posuk, and it, because the Posuk says, but a, as it were, an, a, a mourner is rolling around in the dust, in the dirt. And it's not, uh, it's not a nice thing to do to, to place the, um, the, uh, the, metaphorically place the, um, the, the, the beauty of the tefillin uh, uh, under the, in, within, within, within the dirt and, and, and grime. So, um, it, because the, the, the ovel is in such a desperate and sad state, um, um, that, that it's not, it's not uh, it's suitable for, um, to be in the elevated stage of wearing tefillin. However, that's day one. Mikan ve'elech, after day one, then he's obligated to, to wear tefillin. And that's what the Mishnah Brewer says, Yud ches, yomar. That the end of it is like the day of bitterness. Shmamino, we learn from here, the Ika Marirus, the essential bitterness of, of death, of mourning, who Yom Rishon, it is the, the first day, the first, one first hears the awful news. Yutes, Chayev, so after day one, one's obligated to wear tefillin, so the Mishnah Baruch, Mashma de Chayev Miad, what's is we can infer from the words of the Shulchan Aruch is this obligation uh, uh, descends immediately from day two. However, um, there are the poskim that on from day two one does not put them on before um, before Neitzah um, before daybreak. because some people try to daven Kriyshma um, and the Nimida with. Uh, with daybreak, and that means obviously that they they need to have put the tefillin on first before Neitzachama. So in the case of an ovel, um, he has to wait a little bit longer and wait until after the uh, sunrise to put on tefillin. Therefore, it's correct, uh, says the Mishnah Bura, to wait until after Neitz before for an ovel on the day two to put on tefillin. However, um, the the, the Shochanoch told us that. Um, um, even if he, he is obligated, even if podim chadoshos, even if new faces, um, people came to comfort him, they turn up on his doorstep to comfort him. And that's what Mishra tells us in Sif Kotten Chof, lenachem also, to provide um, comfort to him. Umashma dumeniach lechatchila. And it's inferred that um, I, he, he puts it on from the very outset. Avlachronim maskeit ein lohaniach bifneihem. But the uh, the uh, later poskim uh, conclude that one shouldn't put on tefillin in front of them, in front of these ponim chadoshes, these new new visitors that come to comfort him. until they until they're gone. El but one does not need to, to remove the tefillin im if he put him on kodim ponim chadoshes. If if he really put a tefillin on and new people turn up and want to comfort him, he doesn't need to remove his tefillin. Sif. Vov in the Shulchan Aruch, and uh, for those learning this cycle, we are one or two days away from um, having um, having practices in, in practice. So on Tisha B'Av, but Tisha B'Av Chayevim B'Tfilin, even though it is a day of mourning, um, it is, is a day of Avelus. We mourn the, the destruction of the temple, and and it's almost like a personal death in the family. Uh, and we don't put on Tfilin, we do put on Tfilin in the afternoon, and that's what the mission. That's what Shulchan Aruch tells us. There is still an obligation to put tefillin on. 
Um, the Ramor, Ramosha Islus, adds the Ayn Lekamen Simon Tov Kuf Nun Hei. See later in the discussion of um, uh, in Tov Kuf Nun Hei, discussion of Tishav Av, uh, where this is more clearly described. Um, the, the Mishnah Brewer tells us to see if Kod Nechav Aleph, Chayev B'Tfilin, we are obligated to wear Tfilin. Why is that? If it's, isn't it the day of Avelis? <coughs> so he answers, the Lo Chomir Tishav Av, Mishayi Me Avelis, that, 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 uh, that, um, Tishabav is not uh, any greater, has no um, than um, other days of Avelis. It's not. It's 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 no. It's, it's not more strict than day, from day two onwards. Sif <clears throat> Zion um, in the Shulchan Aruch now. So we mentioned above. We've spoken about an Ovil. We've spoken about a Mona. Now let's turn to something a bit more happy. Um, the Chosn and the Kala, the the bride and the groom. So the Shulchan Aruch tells us what's their what's the Chosn's obligation towards Tefillin. It's a very special day, um, lots going on, his mind and thoughts towards the wedding. So, Chosen Vershozhvinov, not only the, the, the groom, but also his uh, entourage, Perush, says, says the uh, Ramor, Reov, his chevra, his friends that are rejoicing with him. So, not only the, the groom, but also his entourage, the Chobaneha Chuppa, and all those surrounding, involved in the Chuppa, Paturim, um, they are exempt from Tfilin uh, whilst this is going on. The reason is because of uh, levity, and, or before that, because of um, um, drunkenness. Uh, it's possible to have a Lachaim. <clears throat> and uh, more than one time, and uh, and too great a levity. So again, we see here uh, the conditions under tefillin, uh, and the conditions under which tefillin must be worn. One has to be in the right state of mind. And here, it's things are very happy, um, but uh, uh, one thing can lead to another, and and, and the, the the those involved in the chuppah um, around the chosen and the chosen himself um, may um, um, drink a bit. Um, and um, be not in the right frame of mind um, to to have their mind on the tefillin. Mr. Brewer explaining the sif kotnechov base for bnei chupa. So it's not only the chosen, but also all those surrounding the chupa. Davka b'mokem hachupa, and it's specifically in the place of the chupa. So just to be, uh, you know, the father-in-law or the mother-in-law, or the um, it wouldn't apply so much to the mother-in-law to fill in, but to be to part of the entourage. It's only though when you are at the chuppah itself, not just uh, in name only. The sham shchiach shichros, because it, it's at the chuppah itself that the, the drink will flow, and people might have wanted, might have um, get a little bit drunk or tipsy, the colors rosh, and may uh, also um, be a bit frivolous and not in the right frame of mind to wear tefillin. However, chaf um, gimel. Let's see. Um, so they are, yes, yeah, so they are all Potter, they are Paturim. Chof Gimel says uh, the Mishnah Bura, but Chuvas Ramor, in the the, uh, the response of the Ramor, Simon Kuflamad Base, Kosav, Haidna, and during our times, Afa Chosen Chayev Bekrishma Utfila, that the the, the, the Chosen actually is Chayev, is obligated in, in saying the Shema and in Davning. As we'll see in seven iron, the mela. So it follows. So although we have the shulchan aruch saying with Potter, 
the Ramo in the in, in the response that says uh, because in our day and age a chosen now is fitting to say Shema and Davin, therefore he's also fitting to put on tefillin. I in Shom see there. I am the Megen Abraham. See the Megen Abraham. Shemafakme bedino that that uh, is um, is not certain in the, the of the din in this case. Mitzadeid lefsok b'kashulchanorach. The Megen Abraham leans towards the psak of the shulchanorach. Upeturim mitfilin beeis hamishta that a chosen and his entourage would be exempt from tefillin at the time of the reception. At the time of the um, of uh, the party, the gamble in Yantvila, and also uh, in regards to davening, and the Mishnah Bura goes further and says, "How mekil?" Um, if I just refine the place again, Rashi, and somebody who is lenient, uh, like the opinion of Rashi, liftor beis hamishto to exempt the chosen at the time of the reception, no hifsid. Um, it should, um, uh, has not will not lose out. In a chosen may save Aethom. If the chosen um, is is re- is rejoicing with them, to us having mitzvah ledas Rashi, because then that's a uh, in, in Rashi's terms, it's a mitzvah to be with a chosen. Avo midivrei gro uro in his commentary. Mashma it it can be inferred she'ain lahakel in yon tefillah. One shouldn't be lenient when it comes to tefillah. The chosen and everybody else should be davening. Kamosha kosov bebeis yosef besimin reish lamed vov reish lamed base rather, as the the base yosef the mechaber writes in simin reish lamed base. Ayin bodes hatomid ubed biruche yosef she kosvu lispashet aminak karamo that the the minig has established itself like there are more that shachosen v'chol siyosei korin u'menichin tefillin mespalim yom rishon ad yom hashavi that the minig is like there are more that um, um, the chosen and everyone with him um, joined with him they put on um, the tefillin and they daven from from day one until day seven of the um, uh, sheva brachas. Okay, now we'll make a start on Sif Ches, and we learn another category, another category of um, of individuals where there may be an exemption from Tefillin. Kosfei Tefillin, Umezuzos, those who write Tefillin and Mezuzos, um, so they're involved in, in holy work, Haim Versagorehem, them and their sellers, wholesalers, Versagre Sagrehem and the the sellers of the sellers, so the retailers, the Kola Aiskin Belechashamayim and all those that are occupied in heavenly work, Paturim, they are exempt or um, from Tfilin during during the, the times that are when they're occupied in heavenly work. Mehanochas Tfilin from putting on Tfilin, Kol Hayom Zulas Bashas Krishma Tfilo. So they they have a full exemption. I say full. They have a, a, a almost blanket exemption exemption from tefillin, except though at the time of saying Shema and tefillah. For even these categories of people, um, they need to put on tefillin um, at those times. They're saying Shema and and davening the Amida. Uh, the rest of the time they don't need to. So they have a partial exemption, I guess. Says the Mishnah Brewer, Sif Kodn Chaf Dalud, Vesagrehem. Not only the the those who directly write. 
the the parchments of the mezuzahs and tefillin, but even those who sell them, af shemarvichen mitzah, even though they they profit from this, v'davka im ikar kavanosom kadei lahamsiom limkol lemishetzorachem, that this is specifically though they may profit from them, but they their essential essential intent, and this is um, uh, this is this is musa, this is um, this is the way we should behave. So. Um, even though they will profit from them, but if their the central reason for producing them to fill in the mezuzahs is that they should be, they should be available and exist for to sell for those who need them, and to in, in, be able to uh, uh, to um, be encouraged and that the mitzvah should be kept. But if the real intent and the essential intent is just to profit from the sale, though mikre osef mitzvah, they're not called osef mitzvah. Um, so we, we, what we hear here is the um, the underlying sugya, underlying discussion is the question of whether you're osek per mitzvah, potom in a mitzvah. If you're occupied in one mitzvah, are you exempt from another? So if the um, it doesn't have to be, it doesn't have to be an absolutely pure intent. They can be profiting from selling these items, but the essential intent must be lishma, must be for the sake of the mitzvah. And if that's true, then they are exempt from the mitzvah of tefillin. However, um, they should try and fulfill it at the time of uh, Krishma and uh, and the Amida itself. We shall at this point leave the Shulchan Aruch. We'll turn to the, what the Ramor adds here in, in Sif uh, Ches, but that'll be for next time. Thank you all for joining. I wish you a wonderful rest of your day.